Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions. Merry Christmas, and welcome to the Riot Podcast. This is Bob Shoneman alongside Mac Daddy Pete Robertson. I love it. Ho, ho, ho. It's our Christmas show. It's our Christmas show. Hey, that rhymes. It nice is. job, Pete. Yeah, it's exciting. Ho, ho, ho. It's yeah. our Christmas show. <laughs> That's the title of the show today. No, it's not. It's not? No, it's not the righteous <laughs> evasion of truth. Man, I'm excited about Christmas, Pete. I love Christmas time. What are you doing this Christmas? We are uh, we are in Rome. You're in Rome. Yeah, we're actually going to be doing Italy and France and Spain. That's amazing. Yeah, we'll be flying back actually uh, in a few days on Christmas Day. We'll be flying back. Very celebrate cool. with the family. Yeah, and I love Christmas. We were talking before that we before the show about uh, Christmas's past and and movies that we've seen, and it's just lots of good discussion. But yeah. uh, first of all, Elf is the greatest Christmas yeah. movie of all time, and I think it's definitely rose to the top five. <laughs> I mean, it's I kind of say it in jest, just because it's 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 so funny. Yeah, but it really is has become a. A tradition yeah. now. It's crazy. It, well, I was watching uh, football the other day and I was turning the channel and I saw Elf and it was on Elf, 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 Elf all through the day. It just kept playing <laughs> it's an for elf the whole day. Marathon. Yeah. It was funny. Oh, he's an angry Elf. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but, but I mean, the other thing too is that we, we always as a family would watch some sort of Christmas, you know, it's, you know, Wonderful Life. We were just talking about that. Or, um, what were some other ones? Uh, Die Hard. Well, no, but yeah, everybody <laughs> asks, is that a Christmas movie? I mean, it was, it's just talking about it Christmas. It came out during Christmas. It was based yeah. around Christmas because it was a Christmas Eve party. Yeah. Where, you know, in the tower with the, the Yoka Taka. Yeah. I, right. I know. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I remember that movie. I used to watch when I was younger. I used to watch that. I haven't seen it in probably a decade at least, but yeah, it was, a, it was a good movie. Yeah. Bruce um, Willis was in it. He was a main actor. Very funny. There's yeah. lots of. I'm trying to think of what I would watch, what I would look forward to as a kid. And I think, I think it was Rudolph, the one that had the, the what's that song? Ah, Mr. I can't remember now. Yeah. You know, the monsters uh-huh, guys. Uh-huh. I think, is that? Yeah, I watched that. Is that Frosty the Snowman? Yeah. Or no, it's um Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. One of those. Yeah. I'm trying they to... still play that today. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, I saw something the other day, the old school. It's so cheesy. Yeah. Though. You Very go back cheesy. and look at it. I'm like, how did I love this movie so much? It looks like somebody's just drawing on a you know, piece of paper or something. It, yeah. The it, graphics are off. And then Rudolph's like, <laughs> nose is bright. Yeah. That was funny. We're just spoiled with technology today. I think that's what it is. And then there's like, you know, also, I'm just trying to think when I was a kid, I didn't get, did you ever have where you got a lot of presents as a kid? I don't know. It was usually yeah, I didn't, like one big one and yeah. then some clothes and stuff you needed for school yeah. and stuff like that. And when I mean a big one, it's nothing compared to I, what we do today. We had one big Christmas as a kid and I got like a drum set. Um, I got like an electric guitar. I got a bike. I mean, one in my whole life. And yeah. Most of my Christmases is really... You got to underwear, you know, I mean, nothing yeah. major, nothing major. I mean, a little bit, but nothing major. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could, I think mine's very similar. I yeah. kind of grew up, grew up in a lower middle-class family. I mean, we had, you know, my dad worked his tail off. We, we owned our own house. Right. So we, we were blessed in that way. But yeah, no, I never went hungry. 
So what is growing your... up? I thought it was you know it was amazing. Do you yeah. do um a lot of Christmas presents for your family now? Yeah. Or no? What is it? Four or five? Or don't. What do you think? Three? Uh, two? Probably two or three. And this year, probably even less. Um. So my girls, their their Christmas present is they get to go to New York. So they're, oh yeah, they're doing that's a, cool. They're doing it. In fact, you're listening to the show on release day. They're in New York right now. Yeah. So uh, Sammy is big into theater. Yeah. And uh, she, you know, all the classes of school and her theater class is spending the week in New York. They're doing four different plays. They're doing a couple workshops. Um, they're going to get to go see the Rockettes. That's they get to go cool. ice skating yeah. at Rockefeller Center. So yeah. they're doing the whole Christmas New York experience. Yeah. So that's their Christmas. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Now, if you have any ideas of something else I could get them to put under the tree, that would be great. But for right now, that's. Yeah, we, my kids are all old. So, and then my son, he sends us a, a an Amazon thing, and it was like two hundred fifty bucks for this, and uh, three hundred bucks for that. But like wish list? Yeah, and I was like, well, what do you think we are? You're thirty years old and have and, a job. And then get yeah. your own gift, and, and, Austin. And, and then my son-in-law, <laughs> my son-in-law gives me this like something. Uh, what is the Switch or something? Nintendo Switch. It was like three hundred bucks. Yeah. And I was like, what do they think we are? What is going on? You're not 12 anymore. Get so, your own gift. Uh, anybody that's going to get is going to be our grandbaby. So <laughs> there we'll, you go. we'll probably get her some few things. Yeah, just for the kids. Yeah. But I like I like the giving because, <laughs> so it's, again, I love blessing people. Amen. And I think that's kind of the mindset is just I want to bless my kids. And But it's, it's not because that's the big deal. I mean, we're going to kind of talk about that now. And these last few shows that we've talked about is you know, what is the whole big purpose of yeah. Christmas? But I like that part. You Do know, you have a favorite hard... memory as a kid? Yeah, that's the thing is, is... I mean, you talked about the gifts and stuff like that. I don't, I can, honestly can't think of one gift that ever stands out, but I can remember... Mine would be the drum set. I can it. remember going out and cutting down a Christmas tree. Oh, I've never done that. My son does that. I, I can remember going in Oregon. sleigh riding as a family, you know, things like that. Yeah. Those things stick out of my mind. Yeah. I can't think, honestly... I think we got one of those electric cars one time yeah. as a, like all oh. the brothers when we were to share oh, it wow. and we drove that around the house until we, until we wore it out. I got one of those ones. That yeah. was cool. So I do remember that, Yeah. yeah. but most of the gifts, I don't remember. I don't either. I, you remember, you remember the experiences. No. Yeah, kind of. And we I spent, don't and we spent so much. much time worrying about what gift to get. And I think 20 years from now, it, gonna matter you know what really i got i got when i was a kid i got flash underwear i don't know like why flash gordon yeah flash gordon because you were super fast it was red and yellow right red and yellow with a yellow stripe around oh uh, i just got a picture of pete running around yeah. in his underwear and, oh, and, Lord help it's me. like you know Please you clear had, that it has the t-shirt it had the t-shirt <laughs> and the underwear with flash like underoos yeah underoos <laughs> and i don't know why but that really stands out to me i remember that as a kid is that funny? Oh, and I was goodness. probably like five years old or something like That's that. That's hilarious. Yeah, when the comics were big. Yeah, I remember getting comic books. I got a lot of those when I was a kid. I love comic books. I don't think I ever got them as a kid. I would buy them. I would go uh, gather the 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 bottles. Yeah. The, the oh yeah. Deposit. You know. Get oh the, yeah. Get oh, the yeah. nickel back or the oh, dime yeah. back for the bottles. Yeah, and I would thing. use that to buy comic books. Yeah. But that's that. got nothing to do with Christmas. No, it doesn't. But I did get some at Christmas. I think. I don't know. But anyway, I love it. I mean, I don't know. We all have memories, right? I, I think the biggest, if you want to say the biggest memory that I had, my mom was huge on us singing happy birthday, Jesus. And so before we ever opened our presents, we would always get, my mom had a little cake with a candle 
and we would always sing happy birthday Jesus and we would blow out the candle. That's and awesome. we would pray. So that was if there's any major memory, it would be that. That happened. And then I've done that with my kids. So my kids, we would never just go and open it. I would always open up the Bible. We would always do some sort of devotion. We would surrender it and pray. And then we would do it. So that's that hasn't stopped yet. So even my older kids, we still do that if they're meeting it. So if it's on Sunday morning, I mean on Christmas morning or whatever, that's that would be our tradition that we've done. I got that from my mom. And I've done happy birthday a couple of times and saying it. It felt weird. Dude. It just felt weird doing it. I don't think we've done it every year, but we have done it. My mom has always done it. That's cool. What a great memory. Yeah. I love Christmas time. It is. It's exciting. And then when we got older, we would host because we always had a big house. And so we would host all the family. So we would have a hundred people at our house and we have my aunts and my uncles and my cousins and, and their friends and everybody. And we would throw a huge party. And do we would do games and and just make it like, you know, we would always have games and this. And we did, we used to do that all the time. And then we would sometimes other family members would host it. But that's one of the things I remember too, is all getting together. Um, anyway, that's fun. All right. Everybody heard a little bit of there you personal. Go. Let's there get in today's show. It's Christmas show. Ho, ho, ho. It's the Christmas show. That's it. So what does it mean? <laughs> today's title is going to be, what does it mean? to celebrate Jesus on Christmas. And I think everybody's kind of knows that or gets it, but I think it's just good for us to talk about it, get a reminder yeah. and uh, just give context. Again, we've been given context. Our last few shows, our Christmas shows have been giving context to, you know, what is this all about? You know, as a Christian, how are we to view this and see this? Oh, now I'm sad. But this is our last Christmas show. No, it's gone so quick. <laughs> It's like we just started our January show, and now here we are in Christmas. And this year went by fast. Well, let's pray, and we'll get started. All right. Lord, we love you. We thank you for the opportunity to share your word, to talk about the your birth, the birth of Jesus. How cool is that? Oh, man, there's just so much, so many things that we need to remember, Lord. I, we get caught up in, I think, uh, the worldly things. And even though we know that Christmas is about Jesus, sometimes it's easy to forget and get distracted. Help us to not do that. And uh, I pray that the show today would do the same thing for our listeners. That would just remind them um, the reason for the season, Lord. So we give you the show now. We thank you for our listeners. Thank you for the people behind the scenes that put the show together. And I just pray that uh, all of our friends have an amazing, amazing Christmas. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, let's get started, Pete. <clears throat> let's roll. The true meaning of Christmas for Christians is the celebration of the Savior, Jesus Christ. I think every single Christian can agree with that. I would hope so. Yeah. Or you're probably not a Christian. Yeah, that's <laughs> that probably could true. be a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> However, one of the downsides of a routine is the tendency to lose the essence of the practice and get carried away in the motion of simply keeping up a tradition. That's true. One one can be lost in the euphoria of celebration at the expense of the essence of celebration. This is true uh, of Christmas and can be true of Christmas. As folks do things that contradict the person and the values of Christ in the name of celebrating Christ. I, I, oh, let that never be. No, and I think that happens without like knowing it. Yeah, it's not conscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're so caught up into buying that next best thing or you're, you're going to, you know, whatever. I mean, you're just, you're not, you're... You're more into that, into to tradition. We gotta have the ham. We gotta have da 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 da, and you're making it more of something where God is like, just keep it simple. Ooh. Just let keep me the main thing, you know. And 
Don't get that weight, that stress, that pressure. Yeah. And I think it happens without us even knowing it. That's our culture. So that's kind of what True. we're talking about. I really do like ham though. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Such contradictory practices calls for a pause yeah. and maybe a rethink the essence of what Christian, uh, what the Christmas celebration really means. Yeah. Today in our discussion, we will attempt to answer what we feel the true meaning of Christmas is. Is it about the gifts? No. Is it about the, the annual economic boost, you know, Black Friday and all that stuff? If you're a retailer. Well, <laughs> well, that, no, that's true, though. Yes. It is true. Yeah. In the celebration of Christmas about, is the celebration of Christmas about Christmas trees? No, that's a pretty easy one. But it's what fun we, to decorate. It is. I yeah. love, we have our Christmas tree up and I, it's beautiful. Yeah. Our daughter loves decorating it and she did it, she did it all by herself this yeah, year. And it looks cool. amazing. Cool. Yeah, you know, and what about the Christmas songs we sing? You know, hey. Pete, as we were getting ready for this morning, I pulled up to your house. I was about ten minutes early, and I was just, I was, I was checking some email, get caught up on work before we got started. But I was listening to Christmas music, and it just brought joy to my heart. I like it. I, I love. The I Christmas just music. I don't like it in October though. <laughs> yeah, I love it, but oh, it's just, I mean, it's been. It's sometimes it's too much, but that's just. Well, me. it's because you have up your Halloween tree. Yeah. No. No. Okay. It's a, is it about decorating our house with lights? I we used to do that. Yeah, we did too. Now I just put out some green and red flood not lights. Not as much. Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger and I can get up on the roof, yes. Yes, that's now, what it is. Yeah. I I'm not a fan of ladders and roofs yeah. anymore. No. Yes. I don't know. They it's not that it scares me it, and I'm not afraid of dying, but I don't like pain. And I check how much <laughs> it costs for somebody else to do it. They charge a lot. It's very expensive. Especially the ones that are uh, licensed and insured. So, no. All right. Anyway, is there more to Christmas than all the euphoria that comes with it? What do you think? Well, we just kind of gave that whole yeah, right. discussion. I mean, it's there's a lot there's a lot that comes with Christmas, not to mention the emotions that come with it. Some people have, people have died and and there's a there's depression or there's they don't have money to buy things. Yeah. What if it's your, the first Christmas without a loved one? My mom, you're dealing with that. I just talked with my mom the other day. That. Yeah, and it was it was tough. You know, it is She's tough. Gonna, you know, doesn't get to celebrate. So, Very yeah, true. there's a lot that comes with it. But I think a lot of this is the tradition. It's it's getting caught up and then losing really why we as Christians are celebrating. Well, you know, then it's let's what we designated. It. Let's read the real story of Christmas. Though. Yeah, let's I think do so. that. Let's open up. If you guys aren't driving, you know, if you're in a place where you can open up your Bibles, follow along with us. We're going to we're going to open up into the New Testament, the book of Luke, and uh, kind of read through Luke's story. Of, How about um, you do the first uh, seven and I'll do the last. I part. like it. Yeah. I like it because I don't want to read all 21 verses. Yeah. Oh, I do. But I think the listeners would rather hear different voices. Yeah, all right. So here we go. Luke two, verse one. In the day. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Kieranus Hugh, as we called him last week, yep. was the governor of Sierra, uh, Sierra, <laughs> Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to, Ju to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in the manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And then in the same region, there was a shepherd, uh, shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled, fear, filled with fear. 
And then the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a, with angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth peace among those whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Then they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at the, what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it has been told to them. And at the end of eight days, when they were circumcised, he was called Jesus, Yahshua, the name given to the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Ah, I just love it. It's awesome. Just reading it and understanding the context. And that's what we were just, that's what we've been doing is the last few weeks of just given this context. And, and, you know, anybody that's heard the last couple of weeks show, you know, that what Jesus has did, you know, for us, it's just brought passion and I never want to take this for granted. So, all right. So good. Celebrating Jesus on Christmas means celebrating everything that he represents. Let's discuss some of the ways to look at what it means to celebrate Jesus on Christmas. The first reason is this. Celebrating Jesus on Christmas is a remembrance of the reason he came to the world. Yeah. And if we're not remembering, I mean, come on. It's like if you're all all you're thinking about is I want to give gifts because it makes me feel good or we love to bless people. That's great. But it, the, the big thing is, like I said, I, you know, do a devotion, spend time remembering exactly what he did. Maybe read Luke 2, what we just did, you know, with your family. Just That's to, a great just idea. To go up. But the coming of Jesus was on purpose. Man had a problem. That's the problem. It, it was sin. It was a problem that none of the prophets or any of the laws could resolve until Jesus came. When we celebrate Christ at Christmas, we commemorate the beginning of the end of the great problem of man, sin. That's the key. So Matthew 121 says, and, and, he, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Christmas is empty if we are, if we are not saved from sin, because the purpose of his coming is not accomplished in our lives. It means his coming is in vain since we have not aligned ourselves to this great purpose of God. Question we should ask at Christmas is, are we saved from our sin? Should we think of that? We should We should think of that at Christmas. You know, and it, it goes back to this, and we've talked about this so many times on the show. There's two inheritance here. The world's inheritance given over to Satan, and then the Israelites, God's inheritance, right? Given over to him. And when we, when Jesus came, he fulfilled what God said from Genesis 3, that would happen, that he would bring a Messiah, a Savior, that will then take back that inheritance from the world. So now, because we're Gentiles, we've been outside of that inheritance that was given to Jews. Because Jesus was a Jew, we worship a Jewish God. We worship a Jewish man, Jesus. We have now, the Bible says, have been grafted in. We are now adopted into that inheritance. And we now have eternal life and salvation, and our sin is no longer accounted unto us. 
But when we were separated into our other inheritance, he's he basically was saying in Deuteronomy 32, 8, 9, that he'll give you over to your own inheritance. You live off the land. You, you figure out life on your own. You do everything you want to do, fine. But in Jesus, we are now saved, blood-bought, and forgiven of all of our sin. It's been taken away. It's a big deal, guys. Christmas is a big deal. We should remember this, that there was a purpose behind why he came. So you know what really stands out to me in, in, in what you just said is this. It, Christmas is empty if we haven't received the gift. That's it. It's 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 found wanting. Mm. It, it's it, it's not complete. You know, there's you're missing, you know, the big picture. You're celebrating an empty holiday if you haven't received that gift. Mm. And just to tie the gift back to it. Oh, it's just there's so it's such a good picture. Yeah. That's All right. Good. All right. The second reason we celebrate Jesus on Christmas is the call for us to remember to surrender our lives to him. Yeah. So the first thing is we understand what there was a purpose behind it. So he came because there was a purpose. He wanted to forgive all of mankind of their sin so that we can have eternal life. That's it. The second is that he's saying, hey, remember to surrender your life to me. Don't just don't just remember that there was a purpose. Well, the, the other thing is that he wants all of us. He wants us that fellowship and intimacy. Remember, he's a risen God. He's, you know, not only was he born, but he also rose from the dead. So he's alive and he's active. So if we claim to know and belong to, or even identify with Jesus, we cannot live carelessly. And many of us do. While we shouldn't isolate ourselves from the world, we must not adopt the lifestyle of mentality of the world. Christmas brings to mind that Jesus came to save people who live in the world, but are not of the world. Celebrating Jesus during Christmas without a lifestyle of change does not reflect him as a waste. Remember that those whose name, the name of Jesus, must depart from iniquity and be transformed. At Christmas time, we should always remember that we need to surrender our lives to him, and our lives should always reflect him to the world. So right now, if you're sitting there, you're going to be celebrating Christmas here in a few days. First thing, you know, you with your family or yourself, meditate. You know, let's look at it. Okay, Jesus came for a purpose. Now let's realize, what is that purpose? That purpose was give us salvation and live our lives. What's the next reason why we remember? Is because now he's saying, hey, listen, look at your life, evaluate your life, and surrender that to him. And if you don't know how, just spend time with him, worship him, get in the word, find yourself surrendering all of yourself to him. That's something we should be doing right now at Christmas. So every Christmas, it's a time to reflect and remember, okay, why did he come? Let's have the purpose. What was the purpose? Why now? What's next for me? What do I do? We'll surrender to him. And that's such a good point. So many of us, I think we, we understand the reason for the season, but then it just stops there. Yep. Oh, that's really good, Pete. All, All right. right. The third reason we celebrate Jesus on Christmas is a reminder of God's unconditional love to the world and the entire mm. creation of all creation. Yeah. John 3, 6, 3, 16 says this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Yeah, so now that we've we've meditated on what is what was the purpose for him coming, which to save us, um, and now we're saved, praise the Lord, now we want to surrender him, but there's also more to the story. What about your friends, your family, your aunts, your uncles? What about your 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 neighbors and your co-workers? Um, you know, we want to be an example and share with them what God has done in our lives so that they possibly can have the opportunity. And so they can understand what the purpose was. They can understand that they too can have a relationship and surrender. 
but we didn't and don't deserve God's love yet love yet he didn't and does not withhold it from us. Christmas reminds us and reveals to us the true definition of love. Unlike the world's kind of love, God's love is selfless and unconditional. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We find that in Romans 5, 7, and 8. So when we celebrate, we need to remember to show God's love to the world. So I love when when there's when we're walking at the stores or the malls and there's Christmas songs and they're singing, you know, Jesus songs and uh, way in the manger or whatever it is. And I just say, God, I just pray that everybody here right now would hear this. Yeah. I pray if they don't know you, that they will know you. And that's <clears throat> that should be an important message at Christmas time for us. Yeah. Everybody gets to hear the gospel through us, so yeah. much of the music. Yeah. Like, do they understand yeah. what they're saying? Yeah. Too many people don't. Yeah, I pray all the time. Yeah. When I hear those songs. their eyes yes. to understand okay. what they're singing about. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. Yeah. The fourth reason we celebrate Jesus on Christmas is a reflection of God's kindness and generosity in giving up his only begotten son as a propitiation for our sins. Did I say that right? Yeah, a go-between. Yeah. yeah, a go-between. Okay. God, why didn't you? Never mind. God didn't just love us in words. He demonstrated it in giving us his only begotten son. Yeah, well, the propitiation is in the Bible. So <laughs> I we know. use it's in Second Corinthians, I think. We use that there. Well, it's in different parts in, in Romans Romans as well. Oh. But again, so I'm why, still learning. So why do we celebrate Jesus on Christmas is a reflection of God's kindness and generosity. That's again, you know, we're doing a, a a Christmas banquet and and for natural discipleship and 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 the whole premise behind it is that we want to just brag about the goodness and kindness of God and 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 just bless people in the name of Jesus and and together we do a Christmas banquet or we do a Christmas celebration or whatever we do, it's so that God is glorified in that in that that we can celebrate how good. And how faithful he's been to us. And, you know, it's it's until you fully surrender to him, you fully can't comprehend how good and kind he is. But when you fully do that and you see yourself in the light of him and how imperfect you are and how messed up really you are apart from him, and he shows you love and kindness in spite of yourself, man, it breaks you. And it just it makes you humble. It makes you filled with goodness and love and and man, we want to be able to give that to other people. So we want to celebrate that. We want to celebrate how good he is at Christmas. Humans think of giving when they they have excess, but God only had one son. And when he's talking about own son, let me explain this because people get all confused on this. Well, how could it be God if he had a son, right? <clears throat> when he says only begotten son, what he's saying is that there's nobody else like this, okay? He's not saying that he's a son or whatever. He's saying that there's nobody that's fully God and fully man. It's, it's the only begotten. It's, it's, he's human flesh. It, there's nobody else like this. Okay. One of a kind. It's one of a kind. So that's what it's talking about. Yet he gave up that for us. So he basically says, Hey, I want you, I'm going to give you my only begotten, my one of a kind. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to live in the flesh. He's going to have the same temptations. He's going to do all of this, but he's going to, he's going to live a life that you can follow. He's going to be my my supreme leader. He's going to teach you what it means to lean not on your understanding, but to trust and acknowledge God in everything. He's going to teach you what it means when you're tempted 
to, to how to sweat blood or how to deny yourself, deny your flesh and to and, and be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Jesus was empowered by God, by the Holy Spirit to live righteously and holy. And, and he came for that, right? And, and, and by him doing that, he lived a life that God wanted us to live. He was kind. He was righteous. He was loving. He was gentle. He was long-suffering. He, he taught us what that looked like. And when we do that, and we surrender to God, and we live that way accordingly, we become like him, and we live like him. And so Christmas is a time that, um, you know, it's not about the excess or that, but let's talk about what Jesus gave up. He didn't, and he, for Christ, and Christmas means giving. So we must go out of our way to give sacrificially to others, may live comfortably in the name of Jesus. So Jesus, he, he said that I did not come to be served. I came to serve. And so that's the same mentality. So at Christmas time, that's, again, it should not be how many gifts are you giving me? Right. It, it shouldn't matter. We shouldn't need any of them, but it should be like, how am I serving? How am I elevating others above myself as Jesus did? He said, he lived such a, he gave us such a perfect example. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, good. Fifth reason we celebrate Jesus on Christmas uh, should birth of, <laughs> let me start over. The fifth reason we celebrate Jesus on Christmas is it should give a give us a birth of hunger and thirst in our hearts for more of God. Yeah. As we celebrate Christmas, it ought to lead to a yearning in our hearts to experience more of the person and the power of Christ in our lives. Yeah, amen. And, and when people that were just listening, so they just give you guys context. Again, we're really real here in so what when we write this and, and we go through this, we send it through like grammarly check sometimes because I'm, we're horrible at grammar, at least I am. Um, and sometimes it it rephrases words um, a little bit differently. So when we're reading it, sometimes you'll hear us go like, wait, what? But the same thing happens when I read the Bible too. Sometimes I'll be reading it like, wait, what? what does that say? <laughs> so it's kind of what it is. But all right. So what we're talking about here is celebrate Jesus on Christmas should birth a hunger and thirst in our hearts for more of God. It's Again, when when I'm hearing the Christmas music, or I'm 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 seeing all of this Jesus talk around. We were at Epcot the other day, and Bart Miller, the the lead singer for Mercy Me, was was the narrator. And as I'm just listening to him, I can hear the joy in his voice as he's just sharing the birth of Christ with all of these people. And it was just packed all the way around, and people listening to this story, and that just brought joy. That that just made me love him even more. And I'm sitting there listening to him, just praying for all of these people that the Lord would just speak to them in this time as they're singing and, and they're hearing the horns and they're singing these amazing music and, and so forth. But the truth is that most Christians live far less than the realities that are written in God's word. Sometimes we often feel that some, some of the signs, wonders, and glory experienced and written in the Bible are not meant for our generation. Mm. Yet Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. And so God gives us the power, the authority over, over darkness, but he gives us the ability to love and to help people. After the shepherds received the message of the angels about the birth of Jesus, they didn't just sit there. <clears throat> the message created a hunger in them. They didn't want to base their faith on heresy, but on what they have seen and experienced. So they said to one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see the things that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. We just read that in Luke 2.15. 
Everything written in the word of God has come to pass, but we may never see or experience them until we take proactive steps like the shepherds to seek him out. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If we don't see him working in our lives as he did with the apostles and prophets, then it's our own fault. Mm. So we must really take on the character of Jesus, be like Jesus to the world, and especially at Christmas time. Let's just be the light. Man. Yeah. All right. Amen. Sixth reason that we celebrate Jesus on Christmas is a reminder of the Great Commission. Yep. Even though Jesus came to save the world from sin, there are still many, many people who do not know him. Some have even not even heard of him. The harvest is still very large, and the laborers are still few. Celebrating him at Christmas should spur us to obey the great commandment, to go into the entire world and preach the gospel as, well, great commission, great commandment, Matthew 16. Let me just explain. Great commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. The great commission is that we are to go into all the world. This is a typo. So that's in Mark 16 and 15. Um, one other beautiful thing the shepherds did after they saw Jesus was they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told by them to the shepherds. We saw that in Luke 2, 17. Christmas presents us with a unique opportunity to make him widely known, just like the shepherds did. It really does. I, people are more open this time of year than any other time of the year. I... I, I want to be associated with Jesus. I used to not want to be. I used to always think, well, how do I show, you know, talk about Jesus? I don't know enough about Jesus. Um, and what Jesus has set me free with, he says, just love people. And, and, and if you ever get in a conversation, just be honest with them with what God's doing in your life today. That's good advice. And, and it's not complicated. And I just, I just want to love people. And, and if the opportunity arises, then I will just talk to them what God's doing, what he said to me. And I'll just, I'll tell people I pray for that. Whenever I say I pray for people, it always opens up. And <clears throat> I've had some people say they won't, don't want to be prayed for, but most of the people are good with it's it. It's rare. Yeah. Most of the people are good with it because they know, you know, maybe I don't believe in it, but fine. If you want to pray for me, sure. You know, what a nice thing to do. Thank you for praying for me. Awesome. You know, and that's kind of the whole thing. So, yeah. Fear will tell you that. You don't know enough, or you don't have the. I, I don't have the Bible memorized, or I don't know what if, what if, what. If, that's all fear. That's not. That's not from. God. And I think just share when you said it best. I think just share what God is doing in your life. And I think if you're not walking faithfully with Him, it's on you. It's your own fault. We just said it. It's, well, then it's going to be tough because now you're doing it on your own. You're not doing it with the Holy Spirit. Well, yeah, that'll be that'll be difficult. So here at Christmas time, <laughs> remind yourself. I, if you're not reading the Word of God, guess what? Read it. Yeah. You know, spend time with him. It's if you're listening to this and you have all of this head knowledge, but you're not really sharing it with other people. Come on. I mean, there's so many people hurting right now. There's so many people out there that just don't know him. You have the answer. I do. And right. So just being loving, opening. How many times have I opened the doors? Oh, what chivalry? We don't have that today. Right. To me, it's just natural to open somebody's door. It's natural for me to let somebody go in front of me. Yep. It's, it's just, it should be our natural way just to love people. It, it goes a long ways. It really does. All right. You know, ask God to show you ways. Yeah. You make that prayer. I promise you he'll, yeah. he'll answer that prayer. In that day, he'll yeah. answer that prayer. Amen. All right. 
Seventh reason we celebrate Jesus on Christmas is a reminder that he is coming back to this world. Amen, amen, amen. At Christmas, we celebrate his first coming to the world. Even though he is no longer in the world physically, he dwells in us through his Holy Spirit. Amen. But, but. Yes. Soon, Jesus will come again a second time to consummate his marriage with his church of the redeemed. Yes. I mean, Amen. The, the Israelites are looking for him. The Jews are saying one day he will step foot on the Temple Mount. One day he will say enough. It's Joy finished. to the world. That's it. And I believe First Thessalonians 4, 18, where it says rapture, that there's going to be a rapture. That one day there's going to be horns like a twinkling of the eye, the Bible says, that we're going to be caught up with Jesus and, and be with him for all eternity. And I believe that the world today is screaming. I think the birth pains of the world are screaming at us and telling us it's time, it's soon. And uh, this Christmas season, God is asking you, he's saying, listen, if you have been living vicariously, you have not been living a, a life that's fully surrendered or committed to God, you could do it now. You do not have to wait. Today is the day. If you're listening to this and you've been a Christian or a religious person for a long time, but you really don't have that intimacy with Jesus, today is the time. Right now, do not do not quit. Do not keep going. Do not do anything. Just say, God, forgive me. I want to live my life closely with you for the rest of my life. I repent of my sins. I repent of my religion. I repent of, of anything that has separated me from you. And I just want to live to you, with you closely because right. I believe you're coming again and I do not want to be left behind. Okay. That's you. That's you, Christian. That's you, religious person. But now if you're listening to this and you have never given your life to the Lord, well, why wait another day? This Christmas season is the time right now. You know, you're hearing it all over the place. And there's a reason why you've listened to this podcast. There's a reason why you've gotten this far. And if, if that is the case, God is saying to you right now, come unto me, repent of your sins, believe that I died on the cross and rose again on the third day and believe that I am who I say I am. And I want to, he's telling you right now, he goes, I want to bless your life. I want to fulfill your life. I want to protect you. I want to guide you. I want to give you abundance of joy. I want to take away all the sorrow. I want to take away all of the, the weight and the pressure that you have on your shoulders right now. The Bible says his yoke is easy, his burden is light. He says, cast it unto me, and I want to bring freedom to you. And if that is you, all you have to do is just bow your heart and your mind and just say, God, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. I repent. I choose today to live for you. I believe that you died on the cross and rose again for me. I believe that you had a purpose in coming to this world, and that is so that I can have eternal life. And, and believe that in your heart. And do that in Jesus' name. And then the Bible says, if that is legit, if that really happened, all the angels in heaven right now are rejoicing. And that we're rejoicing with you. And then the Bible says the next step, now go tell somebody. The Bible says, if you confess me before man, I too will confess you before my Father in heaven. But if you deny me before man, I too will deny you before my Father in heaven. If you truly gave your life to the Lord, Go tell somebody and come tell us. Let us know. Bob, how can they get a hold of us? Yeah, Pete, great, great point. The best way, I think, to just go onto our website, theriotpodcast.com, go click on the No God tab, scroll to the bottom, and there's a contact us form right there. And let us know that uh, you've made a decision to accept this gift. Uh, man, you just don't want, like Pete said, don't wait. Don't wait. You you know just don't wait. Open that gift. It's sitting there under the tree waiting for you to unwrap it right now. Um, 
man we just pete what a great show i love yeah. christmas time yeah it's so much fun it's fun such a it's it. such a it's so joyful and and man it's just it's just my favorite time of year again this really is. this show is just more and everybody has listened to the our show for a long time they're like yeah we know all this stuff but this was just a reminder so at christmas make a different proclamation make a different mindset to remember differently don't just go into it. Do something different. Yeah. You know, and, and listen to the show maybe again to help just get it in your head. Of, let's just be different. You Have know? a plan for Christmas morning. And you, and you know what? There's people in your life that would benefit from hearing this, this podcast today. Share the podcast. Sure. Super easy. Just yeah. hit the share button and send it to somebody who God puts on your heart. Amen. Well, we love you guys. Have an amazing Christmas. Enjoy time with your families. Um, but uh, ultimately, remember the reason for the season. Amen. Be blessed. God bless you guys. This has been The Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of The Riot Podcast.